0: Hello and welcome to another episode of Hot Takes with Cool Guys, hosts Albert and Sam. It's good to be here. Father, how are you feeling?
1: Feeling great.
0: It's a Wednesday afternoon, Wednesday night, March 22nd. A lot has transpired in the last week or so. It's been about nine days since we've recorded that. It's pretty crazy, huh? NFL March Madness, NBA, World f- Baseball,
1: World Baseball Classic, Spring Training, March Madness. Yeah, everything and everything and anything. It's a pretty exciting time. So, we'll just jump into
0: it. So, a little recap for our listeners: free agency, NFL. Dad, if you if you wouldn't mind reacting to these signings, maybe get your uh, quick opinion. All right, let's go. So we have Orlando Brown, offensive lineman, who used
1: to play for the Chiefs, now to the Bengals. Orlando Brown is going to be a solid pickup. If there's one thing that Joe Burrow needs is more protection. Here comes Orlando Brown.
0: And they actually, I mean, I feel like they got him for a steal. Four years, $64 million contract that includes $31 million in signing bonus.
1: Money, money, money.
0: So great pickup for the Bengals. Um, next, Brandon Cooks and Stefan Gilmore to the Cowboys, both being trades, very, very aggressive.
1: How did you like that? Dad? How did that fall? I love it as a Las Vegas Raider fan. I was hoping, even since last year at the Raiders, to pick up Brandon Cooks. It feels like Brandon Cooks has been playing forever, but in reality, he just turned 30 years old, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, 29. He's 29. Oh right? my god, he's not even 30 yet. He's still a quality wide receiver. Um, and he could still help that team, and then Stephon Gilmore well, I mean, same thing. Also, another player that that would end up with the Raiders, and now they're both with the Cowboys.
0: I agree. Um, so far, what the Cowboys done this free agency offseason has been very impressive. Uh, releasing Zeke, I thought that was very important for the uh, Dallas Cowboys. Um, so. I'm proud of what they're doing. I think they're kind of like realizing okay, like this is what we need to do and they're acting on it. Um and they've gotten Brandon Cooks and Stefan Gilmore for uh quite a value. So Stefan Gilmore, they traded for a 2023 fifth round comp- compensatory pick and then Brandon Cooks was a 2023 fifth round pick and a 2024 sixth round pick. So again, great values for these great players, veterans coming in. Uh, also re signed Leighton Van Der and signed back Dante Fowler.
1: They also signed up Mr. Cooper Rush to still back up Dak. Two year yeah. deal. That's a, a good that's that's an investment there. Um Cooper Rush has developed into a very good quarterback and is great backup support just in case.
0: As of right now, I think the Cowboys in their division at least have made Probably the biggest moves, other than the Giants, right? Of the Darren Waller trade, we'll get to later. Mm -hmm. Um, The Eagles, man, they're getting they're getting killed
1: on the defensive end. A little under the radar signing that the Cowboys made. We discussed this earlier. Is the long snapper for the Las Vegas Raiders that was recently released, surprisingly released, um, and he was part of a of the special teams unit with the Las Vegas Raiders, a very successful special teams unit. so special that I can't remember his name but I do know that the kicker is Mr. Daniel, Daniel Carlson and Mr the punter for the Raiders is AJ Cole AJ Cole him those three guys really close it was a shock to the locker room so I'm not sure what impact that's going to be A lot of changes happening in Vegas
0: um
1: speaking of Vegas next
0: up trading for Jacob no, trading sorry signing for Jacoby Myers the law firm O.G. Howard, tight end. O.J. Howard, not the murderer. Austin Hooper, and trading Darren Waller to the Giants. I was for a third round pick, right? Third I round. was,
1: I was mildly surprised. Um, I thought Darren Waller was on the trade block since last year, uh, but then they signed him to that extension. So yeah, I'm baffled. I think Darren Waller is even more baffled. Both tight ends that saw touches last year for the Las Vegas Raiders are gone. We uh,
0: unfortunately heard about today Foster Monroe, the backup tight end to Darren Waller on the Raiders last year, um, was doing a physical with the New Orleans Saints who was looking like they were going to sign him and they found Hodgkin's lymphoma. So Foster Monroe (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, no not Ma- laughing. Is it Moreau Madre- or Moreau? Moreau, Moreau. Moreau. Yes. Um Thoughts and prayers. Thoughts and prayers with him. Thank God they they found it early on, the Saints with the uh physical. Um next, moving on to the Carolina Panthers. Uh wow. who signed for the who signed the wide receiver from the Vikings, Adam Thielen. Wow. The running back, Miles Sanders from the Eagles, and a tight end from the Bengals, Hayden Hurst. Wow. Who the, uh, the Panthers also have the number one pick, which more than likely will be a quarterback. Quarterback. Uh, we have three candidates, Bryce Young, C.J. Stroud, and Anthony Richards. Is the, it
1: Richards or Richardson? I want
0: to say Richards. Uh, Bryce Young from Alabama, C.J. Stroud from Ohio State, and Anthony Richardson from Florida um real quick dad my pick for the draft first pick will be i'm going with cj stroud um out of those three i feel like uh, he's he's a big guy uh, good comp is uh justin herbert uh he has a big arm and he's pretty mobile um and who do you think the carolina panthers will select with their first pick
1: uh, bl- 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 Bryce Young. Bryce Young? Okay. Yes. Little little Patty Mahomes. L- little L- mini him. Patty Mahomes. Hey, look at me. I'm Kyler Murray, but I'm supposed to be Patty Mahomes. Him.
0: All right. See. So we'll, we'll, we'll see who they pick. Um, exciting for them. Exciting for the Panthers organization. Uh, I believe maybe the last time they had the first pick, it was Cam Newton.
1: Yes. Cam Newton, who's also going to be at... Is it Auburn's pro day? Mm He was? Yeah. I
0: think today. Or yesterday. He said he's better.
1: For sure there is not 32 quarterbacks in the league better than him.
0: There's definitely 32 quarterbacks in the world better than him. So uh, not to hate on Cam Noonan, but uh, I just don't see it. Just You don't be self-aware no more. Uh, Next team we have are the Patriots. Some uncharacteristic signings for them as an organization. Uh, Juju Smith-Schuster, wide receiver from the Chiefs. James Robin- Robinson, uh, running back for the New York Jets. And Mike Kusecki from the Dolphins, a tight end.
1: Kusecki is doing a trip of the AFC East. He's now been on half of the teams in the division. I
0: Again, like I said, uncharacteristic signings. I think Bill Belichick is finally understanding that offense wins games. And... To compete in the league now, you got to have some offensive weapons. And I think Mac Jones is pretty happy right now.
1: I think Mac Jones is very happy, and I think the Patriots made a statement by not trading Mac Jones because I know there were a number of teams that were interested in him, and they held pat, and they're holding on to Mr. Jones.
0: Next we have the New York Jets, same division. Jets- uh, signing Meikle Hartman, wide receiver from the Chiefs, and Alan Lazard, wide receiver from the Packers.
1: Lazard was on uh, somebody's wish list.
0: Somebody's wish list, yeah. Someone who... <coughs> still on the Packers, actually.
1: Still technically on the Packers. Um,
0: I, 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 I'm I not a big guy on Harman Hartman. Uh, Alan Lazard, yeah, it was pretty good. I mean, they already had Garrett Wilson. Um, they had Elijah Moore. We'll talk about that later. That um, wide
1: receiver room is full...
0: So we'll see um, if Aaron Rodgers is there next year and um, see what he can do with those guys. Uh, Next, we have the Cleveland Browns who trade for Elijah Moore, who was once a receiver for the New York Jets. Uh, Great pickup for the Browns. Uh, They had a one in Amari Cooper, now they have a two in Elijah Moore. So happy happy to see him go to somewhere maybe he's wanted. A lot of frustration uh, this last season with uh, Zach Wilson. Uh, For Elijah Moore. Uh, So Deshaun Watson now has Mari Cooper, Elijah
1: Moore, and David Njoku. Do we think that that's enough to take the Browns to the Super Bowl?
0: I don't think so. I think the only Browns going to the Super Bowl is when uh, I need to go to the restroom for number two. Uh, Next team, another exciting team to look out for, the Houston Texans. Houston Texans have the number two pick in the NFL draft. And so far, they have signed Devin Singletary, a running back from the Buffalo Bills. Mm-hmm. A tight end from the Cowboys, Dalton Schultz. Dalton Schultz actually and said he was Dal-
1: going to bet on himself. Although the contract that he received or offer from the Dallas Cowboys was significantly more than what he ended up getting with the Houston Texans. Before signing with the Texans um Was betting on himself. He turned down a m- significantly more lucrative deal with the Dallas Cowboys, and he ended up getting one year, nine million dollars, which is not bad. But I'm seeing a lot of one year contracts. A little one, yeah, it's that's crazy.
0: Um, and Robert Woods, what else are you from the Titans?
1: Bobby Trees
0: and offensive lineman from Shaq, uh, from the Bucks. Buccaneers, Shaq Mason. Um, also extending, um. Laramie Tunsell, another offensive lineman who represents himself. Who represents himself? Yes, and for the second time, or I think third time, he is the highest paid offensive lineman in the in the NFL um, today. So um, good for him. Proud of him. Uh, again, Texans had the number two draft and number two pick draft in the draft. Um, so they'll be able to get um, who the Panthers don't uh, don't, don't get. Exactly. So either Bryce Young or Anthony Richardson. Um, I'm going to say Bryce Young. So I'm going to say CG Star goes first and then Bryce Young.
1: Interesting. Uh,
0: and so far, that was what we wanted to talk about as far as NFL free agency. Um, still a lot of moves to be had. Uh, Lamar Jackson, where is he going? Is he staying? Aaron uh, Rodgers, what's happening there? Um, so exciting to see. Still a lot of good players left. Kareem Hunt, for example. Uh, so we'll talk about that when that comes up. Next, we're going to talk about some March Madness the madness it has been pretty mad it's pretty pretty maddening um i'm going to go ahead and just say uh my bracket uh was broken before the tournament started um so i'm pretty sad dad uh you're doing very
1: well we'll go ahead and start with you dad and your sweet 16 i'm doing really well i'm actually really proud of myself i submitted one bracket flex just one bracket in all the pools that i'm in flex so far So far, so good. Everything lives and dies with the UCLA Bruins, basically. So Sweet 16. Let's run this down real quick. Alabama, San Diego State. I go Alabama. Creighton and Princeton. I'm going to go Creighton. Actually, you know what? You know the Princeton Tigers shocked the world. They are going to the Elite Eight. FAU, Tennessee. I'm going to go Tennessee in that one. Kansas State, Michigan State. I'm going Kansas State. Houston and Miami. Houston takes that one. Xavier in Texas. This is a very interesting matchup, Sam. Do you know why? I do not know why. The interim coach for the Texas Longhorns, oh. as I mentioned before, is Rodney Terry. Former UT UTEP men's basketball coach. Um, and the starting point guard for Xavier is is a gentleman by the name of Sole Boom. Sole Boom was recruited by Rodney Terry to go play at UTEP. So it's his ex-coach, essentially the guy that actually got him to play at UTEP, is now playing on the other side in a Sweet 16 game. So interesting. Uh, Arkansas and UConn, I am going to go with UConn, with the other El Paso tie-in, Mr. Tristan Newton. And then finally a very important game for me and a very important game for you. Yes. It's the Gonzaga Bulldogs and the UCLA Bruins. I'm going to go UCLA. Obviously I'm biased. So I'm going UCLA. What says you? Gonzaga. Do you, do you disagree with any of my picks? Uh You got Gonzaga.
0: <clears throat> I have Gonzaga, so I have Alabama winning. I have Princeton winning. I have Tennessee. I have Kansas State. I have
1: Houston. I have Xavier winning. You know what? I didn't even give my pick. I'm I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Texas in that one. Mm.
0: Mm. Just like just like the rest, huh? You sheep. Just kidding.
1: You know what's funny though is I actually have Xavier. We do in the elite eight. I do. Too. Never mind. Apparently it's Xavier. <laughs> I have Xavier too. Good job, Dan. Okay. I have
0: uh, UConn beating Arkansas, and then I have of course Gonzaga. I mean, of
1: course beating UCLA. Who is UCLA? They're the UCLA Bruins. They play in the Pac-12. One of the greatest head coaches of all time. John Wooden used to coach there. Yeah, so I don't know. Um,
0: But yeah, my dad's champion is UCLA. UCLA, And my champion is Gonzaga. So big, big, big game.
1: Hopes and dreams. So we will update
0: you on the next part as to who's happy, who's not. And that is happening tomorrow. That's happening tomorrow, seven forty-five p.m. And I'll be texting my dad. Boom, 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 over boom, and over boom, and over. Boom, boom, and over. Boom, boom, boom. So next, we would like to talk about is the World Baseball Classic. Baseball. The last game was yesterday. Yes. It was the championship game, Japan versus these United States of America. Yes. The final score was
1: Japan 3, United States Mm 2. The World Baseball Classic. It's essentially the World Cup for baseball. I think it went really well. I did not start watching it, nor did I have interest at the beginning. I actually thought it was kind of like, oh, man, this is kind of a detraction from spring training. Players are going to get hurt, yada, yada, yada. But as the tournament progressed, it got more and more exciting. These players from these teams are very excited. Allow the World Cup. It had that World Cup feel. Last night, great matchup between Japan and the United States. Japan obviously has Shohei Ontani, the Los Angeles Angels pitcher and designated hitter. A freak of nature. So what happens? Last batter of the game. In a 3-2 ball game, tying run at the plate in the name of Mike Trout. Mike motherfucking Trout. So you have the two best baseball players in the world, one at the plate, one pitching. And Otani won. He struck him out. Yeah, game on the same over. Team. And yeah, to boot, they're on the same team. How is it that you could have the two best baseball players? Arguably, but for all intents and purposes, the two best. Baseball players in the world on the same Major League Baseball team, and they have not made the playoffs since I want to say the '90s, probably before those guys were even born. Anyhow, I digress. But I think this is really good for baseball. Great, Um, I'm wondering if Manfred—I don't even know his first name—Commissioner Manfred will actually take advantage of this opportunity. He probably won't, according to some people. But it's cool. It's a good head start for baseball. I'm excited. Big Dodger fan, big baseball fan in general. Hope to talk more about it on this pod as we progress. Um, I like what Otani, I don't know if you saw the pregame, his pregame speech. So his pregame speech to his his teammates were, the only way we're going to win this game, and I'm paraphrasing, is if we stop admiring these guys. These guys, we want to be better than this team. And the only way we're going to get better and win tonight is if we stop admiring them. I thought that said a lot, and that's a lot of respect for Team USA. Well, they didn't admire them, and they won. Too and good. I'm
0: glad. I'm, I'm glad. Um, I'm glad it happened that way. You know, humble America in a way. Um, oh yeah. Let them know that hey, like this could, this is America's pastime, but at the end of the day, this is anyone's sport. This is anyone's game, and to think. Just what Otani's saying. Um, gotta stop admiring these guys. I mean, I I, I always love this. Um, I guess. Um, how do you say? Uh, like a story, like a the narrative or, or a, a saying. Okay. So like, people who, like for example, like celebrities or even in in sports games like that or anything like that, like, like they bleed too, basically, right? Exactly. They bleed too. they're. they're they're exactly like you at the end of the day. So great for Japan. As, as the United States um, native, obviously, I am upset. But, again, for the game of baseball, it's awesome. uh Shohani Ot- Otani. Otani. Shohane, Ota- Shohane Otani. Yeah. He is the Michael Jordan of Japan. And he is making his, uh, his name known here in the United States and uh, has been. So
1: it's awesome. Proud of him. Freak of nature.
0: I, uh, I'm excited for this MLB season. I'm gonna try to watch as much baseball as I can. Uh, my dad and I are actually going to go watch the Rangers versus the Dodgers July 22nd. Los Dodgers. With also my father-in-law, I'm excited.
1: Which I hope your father-in-law doesn't listen to this podcast. Uh he, uh, he probably doesn't. Okay, just kidding. His daughter does, though.
0: My wife, my be- my beautiful fiance does. White so team. I can't wait. We're gonna have some. We're gonna have a good time, and. this this year of sports is going to be awesome I agree big year for all of us so thank you all for listening today on this episode thank you all those listening we appreciate you can't wait to talk more excited we're going to have some more on on the next episode Um, we'll have the rest of March Madness thank you for listening we'll see you later
1: go Bruins